Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right, let's do it. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you so much for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, a lot to get to today, a lot to catch up on. Of course, tragedy is leading the news today, David. Uh, Yeah, at least six people were killed and dozens more injured in Highland Park, Illinois, after a 22-year-old man shot up a July 4th parade. They're saying that the gun was obtained legally, and I think there was a distinction you made, Jamie, when we were talking about this that's important. They said legally obtained. Uh, As far as I know, they're not saying legally obtained by whom. Did he go buy the gun? Yeah. Right. Did, some, did his did his dad own the gun? Did he get it from it? Did he steal it? Did he? Well, you know, again, that those are the questions that are are still outstanding here. Well, you've learned a lot about this guy. I mean, we've seen you know some different facts about him, and some people have gone and watched the videos of him rapping and the disturbing images, oh, yeah. and the gun, all that stuff. But he was booted out of school, David. Yeah, I, I heard this report that he had been. That basically, there were some behavioral issues that that the school was worried about they gave the parents an ultimatum basically hey you're going to have to get him some help or he's not welcome here they declined the help they homeschool him and you know you see the video or you see the videos of him you see photos of him and i mean the guy looks like a grade a loser dirtbag yes yeah yeah no argument for me on that one perfect descriptor yep no i mean I'm sure it goes without saying to say, well, everyone that looks like that is not a mass murderer. Obviously. No. But if you're just asking, does he look like a loser? Well, yeah. Well, he's not serving on the board of directors anywhere. No. No. He repeated phrases in a poem like he was like a sleepwalker and can't be stopped, all this sort of stuff. It looks like there were a lot of signs of trouble. It's another one of those where, you know people that are now looking in the rearview mirror saying, yeah, maybe I should have said something. And other people critical of them saying, yeah, you should have said something. Because there's, you know, a certain description of people that have been doing this type of thing. And we can get into more of that a little bit later. But you knew exactly where this was going to go. And, I mean, we were still trying to get reports of, okay, we know how many people have died so far. Who's in critical? Are people getting released? You know, this many people were shot. Are they going to be okay? It, all these different questions going on, and it's already guns. Oh, yeah. we got to do away with guns. Oh, yeah. Take long. No. Uh, Mayor Nancy Rottering was on the Today Show this morning and called for more gun control, even though her town passed an assault weapons ban years ago. Well, okay then. You signed an assault weapons ban that was in place and is in place. There are a lot of pieces to put together about what happened. Um, Tell us where we are where that's concerned. Do you know anything about where the gun may have come from? I don't know where the gun came from, but I do know that it was legally obtained. Um, And I think at some point this nation needs to have a conversation about these weekly events involving the murder of dozens of people with legally obtained guns. If that's what our laws stand for, then I think we need to reexamine the laws. Okay. Obviously grieving in a situation 
I'm guessing that you would never think you would be in on national TV talking about something like that. Mm-hmm. So I want to show a little bit of grace. But to say weekly mass shooting with legally obtained weapons, am I missing something? That doesn't happen. No. Well, it's kind of like the, well, is it every town, one of these activist groups that talks about, oh, there have already there have been more school shootings than than days this year. They always go out with that. And media, of course, uncritically re- reports that. And what they don't know or what they're not telling you is that a lot of times, you know, what counts in their mind as a school shooting is like a gang shooting that happened kind of sort of near a school. Correct. Like, that's not the same thing. When you say school shooting, that's not what people think. Well, the other trick, what the Today Show and others like it do, is say there have been X number of mass shootings so yeah. far this 300. year. 300. Right. That was the number I heard this morning on the Today Show. Right. 300. And so, you know, if you're a critical viewer, I'm guessing you would ask the question, why didn't you cover all those? Or right. where was I? Did I sleep through 150, 200 of these things? I don't, I don't even know. No, you did not. They didn't cover it. Right. Because it didn't fit a certain narrative. Right. And they don't report on those. They just group them together to tell a story that's not quite accurate. Not even close to accurate. That doesn't mean that this should have happened yesterday. And there are a whole lot of questions to be answered. Um, But, yeah, you put somebody on the Today Show, they're going to angle the conversation. And that's pretty much what we get there. Now, honestly, I look at this. I look at uh, what the tragedy that happened in Uvalde, all of this. The national conversation is, what are we supposed to be telling parents to do about their punk-ass kids? That's, honestly, that's a great question. I mean, we're always talking about every resource. We're going to do everything possible. There has to be commonalities in all these different people. There, There are the obvious things to us that we see. But there's probably more to it. And I don't know if that's certain web searches, whatever it might be. But all of these guys seem to fit a certain MO. I mean, they're all these loners. I mean, maybe it's right or wrong to call them losers, but a lot of us do. I think we know who we're talking about. And then when you have these other signs of them talking about guns and killing a mass amount of people, you better take them serious. Because we don't know them. Well, it, or you may think, well, I don't yeah. know if he'd ever do anything like that. Well, anymore, if they're talking about how they could do it, it but should probably the, be taken serious. The easy solution is to absolve yourself of, of any course. really critical thinking, and that's what they do. Right. Because you'd have to dive in. I mean, this is a complex issue. Right. I mean, they, they want to make it a one-issue thing, and that's it. Listen, man, and I'm not saying this is the solution, uh, but one thing that went through my mind watching this play out and so frustrated hearing the reports yesterday. And I kept hearing two words in my head, and it was electric bleachers from Scott Robbins. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who talks about instant, just done. And what are we You're doing done. with this guy? We know it's him. Let, yeah. Let's once, let's once without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. It's that guy. Get it done right now, today. I wonder how many people in America would actually say, yes, let's do that. I'd love to hear that, that poll. Yeah. But other things going on out there, of course, inflation, a big story. Oh, yeah. And Biden, I mean, can you step in it any worse? Well, he went back to this well, which doesn't make any sense. I mean, so President Biden tweeted out yesterday, my message to the companies running gas stations and setting prices at the pump is simple. This is a time of war and global peril. 
Bring down the price you are charging at the pump to reflect the cost you are paying for the product and do it now. Okay, this is basic economics. Okay, there is not a ton of markup at your local gas station for gas. That's why you pay $18 for two rolls of cheap toilet paper. Okay, that's why a soda is four or five bucks. That's where they make their money. They don't, the biggest money uh, or the biggest money maker is not what's coming out of the gas pump. But the president is just lying to people again, saying, oh, yeah, it's, it's because of your lousy gas station that gas prices are so high. The silver lining today is, I don't know if you've seen what oil prices have done, but dip below $100 per barrel, mm-hmm. which is good news. But it's because of the bad news that everybody is expecting a recession now. Yes. The other part of that that is so troubling in many ways to me is that there are times Biden gets out there and he's talking and he gets lost and he says a bunch of nonsense, right? We're all used to that. So when he first said this, gas stations should just lower the prices, do it now. That whole BS? Yeah. The They're like, okay, that, was, that must have been like a one-off. No, he tweeted it. Yeah. No, that is the strategy, to blame the gas stations. Because remember when he said the it? The company's running gas stations and setting those prices at the pump. This is a time of war, global <laughs> peril, Ukraine. These are not normal times. Bring down the price you are charging at the pump to reflect the cost you are paying for the product. Do it now. No. <laughs> it's unbelievable. That, that is actually the strategy. What is it? 5% of gas stations are owned by the oil companies? Yeah, it's yeah. usually you know, a mom and pop yeah, a really lot of times. Really, yeah. It's like 60% of gas stations in America are owned by families. Wow, man. So what, David, you follow politics probably more than anybody on the show. What is that strategy? Oh, it's blame everybody else. You throw out as mu- as many red herrings as possible so that you don't have to take any responsibility. Remember, this is President Bystander. Everything just happens to him and around him. It's never the result of actions he or the people he's hired uh, it's never because of their actions or anything they do. Everything is just happening at them, basically. Okay. And so, meanwhile, switching gears a little bit to the sleepy-eyed one, oh, no. Chuck Todd. Yeah. Is he really curious oh, why Biden is getting so much disrespect? He's really concerned that Joe Biden is being disrespected by the Democratic Party, as there's a lot of talk about them finding a replacement for the 2024 campaign. You got Governor Hairgel out of California running ads in Florida. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, But here's what Chuck said on Meet the Press. Biden is really upset. He feels he's being disrespected. Feels as if the party has never... There is a little bit of Rodney Dangerfield in him. You know, they've never really given me respect. And all I do is, you know, they didn't want me to run in 15, and look what happened in 16. Then they they didn't want me to run in 20, and look what happened. I actually won. Now they don't want me to run in 24. Does he have a point? (laughs) No, he doesn't have a point. (laughs) I was just going to say no. Of course not. No, because it would have been Bernie if the Democratic Party didn't pull the strings. They made it happen for him. What are you talking about? Disrespect. Well, the question is, why didn't they want him to run? Right. Because he's an imbecile. That's why they didn't want him to run. I got hairy legs. Well, yeah, there's that. (laughs) I mean, Obama knew who he was. Of course. I mean, they all knew who he was. Chuck Todd. Golly. Gee whiz, man. They didn't want him in 27. Well, no, they didn't want him. They wanted to win. 
He's been a gaff monster forever. Uh, forever. Okay. David, Never you underestimate the ability for Joe to blank things up. That was from directly from the president of the United States, Barack Obama. Yes, it was. Yes. David, you had a piece of audio yeah. from Florida. What is this? Okay, a dude in Jacksonville. He's facing felony animal cruelty charges. I love this. Uh, favorite audio of the day. Uh, he killed his neighbor's rooster. Uh-oh. James Nix said the rooster had been a problem for a while. It had gone after his dad and after some kids in the neighborhood. Oh. And then one day, he says the rooster was attacking him, so he hit it, and it died. He says oh. he was just defending himself. Some kids witnessed it, though, and said he wasn't defending himself. The rooster was on his property, and he beat it to death with a steel pole, then dumped oh. it in a ditch. Oh, man. Well, his neighbor called animal control. He was arrested. He spent 30 hours in jail. Uh, Nick gave his side of the story in what may be one of the greatest local TV news interviews of all time. Wow. This is Action News Jax. Excellent. His neck flares up, and he's doing his thing, and he's trying to jump up at me. And I try to hit it, but the chicken's jumping up at me, and I accidentally knocked it in the head. You know, call it a lucky shot, whatever. So I'm defending myself. You know, I was feared for my safety, and the chicken, you know, uh, died. I didn't know to give it a 21-gun salute. CPR, mouth to mouth, you know, or call the chicken ambulance. Next thing you know, he calls the chicken police on me. Chickens are dying every day, people, at churches, Popeyes, and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is the best I've heard all year. Fantastic get there, David Van Camp. We're going to have to hear that again later. Wow. Much more to get to. Uh,. Okay, wait till you hear the Philadelphia mayor talking about shootings. You've got to hear this and much more coming up. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. At the United States Postal Service, we deliver with advanced technology and equipment so we can reach over 160 million addresses across the country. We're delivering for fingers, doers, movers, shakers, groundbreakers, future makers, innovators, trailblazers, disruptors, streamers, dreamers. So no matter what business you're in, we'll always be delivering for you. USPS, delivering for America. Learn more at usps.com delivering. Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. 
These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Hi, Tom Bodette here. Have you ever noticed how people talk in that same weird voice to their dogs? Just like this? Well, it sure gets a dog's tail wagging. Wondering if I can get your ears all perked up the same way when I tell you that pet stay free at Motel 6. With a clean, comfortable room and a great low rate. Now, who's a good human? I think you are. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, the proud sponsor of pets. And we'll leave the light on for you. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. This is Dana Lash congratulating KTSA on 100 years of service to San Antonio and South Texas. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, the Philadelphia mayor spoke over the weekend. What's this all about, David? Well, two police officers were shot in Philadelphia. And the mayor, Jim Kenney, is uh, blaming the Supreme Court. Excuse me. It's the Supreme Court's fault, you see. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I just play this and then it'll make sense to me? Well, no promises on that front, but you'll at least hear the context here. Okay. We live in America, and we have the Second Amendment, and we have the Supreme Court of the United States telling everybody they can carry a gun wherever they want. It's like Dodge City. And that's, I mean, I was in Canada. Time out. Let's just stop there. I missed the memo when the Supreme Court said that. They never said that. The Supreme Court literally never said, you can take a gun anywhere you want. I was talking about the New York law that had been on the books for a hundred years where they get to decide whether or not you are worthy of having a concealed carry license depending yeah. on why you want it and the supreme court said no you can't do that you just can't make a judgment call on your own yes well, the gun thing is in the constitution it's right after you cannot have an abortion in the constitution <laughs> that's not in the constitution it isn't oh. no I don't know if he knows that I was told it was. Okay, anyway, go ahead, Philly Mayor. And that's, I mean, I was in Canada two weeks ago. Never thought about a gun. The only people I knew had guns up in Canada were police officers. I'll tell you one thing about the United States that's pretty cool. We don't keep people here. You can go there, bro. Yeah, I'm free to go wherever you want. Yeah. You're free to go there, man. And that's the way it should be here. If I had the ability to take care of guns, I would. This is a gun country. It's crazy. We're the most armed country in world history, and we're one of the least safest. Well, I'll tell you what, (laughs) which is also BS. That's crazy, too. Yeah. Uh, In your city, when you catch people that have guns and possess them illegally, then keep them in jail. Because that's most of the shootings in the United States. But you don't want to tackle that problem. So, you know, until Americans decide that they want to give up the guns and give up the opportunity to get guns, we're going to have this problem. Or until people that are in charge want to start enforcing the laws that are on the books, we're going to have a huge problem. Yeah, it's it's really rich coming from a mayor who has overseen a historic rise in crime yep. in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And now he's worried about keeping people safe. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what, man? Was he the Philly mayor during the summer of love? Oh, sure he was. Yeah. Thought he was. David, I know you've played this I don't know how many times, but it's probably a good reminder. You know exactly what I'm talking about, don't you? 
Yeah. You're, you're digging it up right now. Trying to find this it. This poor lady, as they're burning down neighborhoods in Philly, destroying businesses, and this lady is wanting the cops to come around because idiots like that mayor wouldn't enforce the law. Yeah, this is, this is her plead for help uh, as soon as it pops up here. Man, oh, man. By the way, while you're waiting for that, what do you think of Joey Chestnut? Not only winning. Oh, here it is. Go ahead. Let you roll it. Watching what we put together fall apart in a matter of minutes. We need some security on this land now, not tomorrow, not later. But I need you to get somebody down here to protect it so they won't go back in it. That's your city, Mayor. Yeah, but I'm with that jackass lecturing me. Yeah, exactly. On safety. Shut up. (laughs) Sorry, you can't have my guns. Joey Chestnut wins again. But the great part of the story was the protester with the Darth Vader mask that comes up because he's anti-meat. Chestnut, what was that, his 17th hot dog? Yeah. Scarfs it down, chokehold, drops him, keeps eating. Yeah. It's incredible. That's a pro. All right. News update. A lot of idiocy out there. Next. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This new... This is Alex Stone, ABC News. Congratulations to KTSA on 100 years of service to San Antonio and South Texas. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Marcus, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay. We're going back to some old talking points here. Did you know our founders carried muskets? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Never heard that one before. Never. That's a new one. What clever politician came up with that uh, one? That would be Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker. Yeah, he's, he's a dandy. Uh, so You've least... referred to him as Jelly Bean for quite a while, it yes, seems. Yes, I have, Jelly Bean. Okay. I've called him Governor Lane Bryant, but some people think that's a little bit too harsh. I also mm-hmm. called him Governor Gravy because I yeah. think that's what oozes from his pores. Yeah. Uh, at least six people were killed and dozens more injured in Highland Park, Illinois, after this 22-year-old loser shot up a July 4th parade. Uh, and J.B. Pritzker used the moment to call for more gun control, even though he heads up a state that has some of the strictest gun laws in America. Yep. If you're angry today, I'm here to tell you, be angry. I'm furious. I'm furious that yet more innocent lives were taken by gun violence. Mass shootings have become our weekly, yes, weekly American tradition. There are going to be people who say that today is not the day, that now is not the time to talk about guns. I'm telling you, there is no better day and no better time than right here and right now. It's the 4th of July, a day for reflection on our freedoms. Our founders carried muskets, not assault weapons. Here we go. I mean, okay. by the very definition, a musket is an assault weapon. I believe, David, they were weapons of war. They, they were literally yes, <laughs> weapons, weapons of war. war. Yes. Okay, you guys are cracking me up. I, I, this is the part I can't get away from in my head when he says it. What was it, the weekly occurrence of the mass shootings? Have become our weekly, yeah. yes, weekly American tradition. 
So when he says that, David, what is he referring to, especially in the state of Illinois? Well, you, if he is saying it's weekly, that's true, but it's not these types of you know AR-style spree killings. It's gang shootings. Correct. And you get called racist if you ask what's going on in Chicago. Correct. So up yours. Absolutely. That's your state. I mean, again, I don't... <laughs> Every once in a while, you mention this story, and because not everyone has heard the story, it's falling on new ears every time it's told, and the reaction is, that didn't really happen. And then you have to say, yes, it really did. There was a shooting in Chicago. Crossfire all over the place. Someone dies. They find the people responsible. No charges. Mm. None. Why is that? I mean, combatants. There are mutual combatants. Yeah, mutual combatants. Hmm. Um, he illegal guns too. He's running for re-election. He has nothing to run on, so it's going to be guns and abortion. That's it. The guy can't talk about what he's done in the state because he hasn't done anything positive. I understand. So this will be his two issues. These will be the things. Like you've already seen the abortion ones. Now they're going to go with the guns next. I understand. That's all he's got. It's. It's so frustrating. This isn't an addendum to anything. This is him because he's terrible at his job. And again, I hope that this time they really do more to figure out the actual shooter. Not to highlight him, but to try to figure out how can you look for someone that could potentially be the next. Because, again, to make the point, you could stop selling guns tomorrow. There's still more guns than people in the United States. Nutcases like this guy yesterday is going to get a hold of a gun. Yeah. I mean, as many times as he posted online about mass shootings and somehow being infatuated with other people that had shot people, you figure he's going to get a hold of a gun. So what is it that you're supposed to look for? And it seems that so far what we know about this guy, somewhere near the same lines of what we saw in Texas, Uvalde, that type of individual... Yeah. Is that fair to say? Similarities? Well, if yeah. you're profiling, yeah, absolutely. So the Lake County Sheriff's Office is doing an update right now mm-hmm. saying they do believe that this guy pre-planned this attack for several weeks. Uh, he was dressed in women's clothing during the shooting to hide his tattoos and to blend in while fleeing. Uh, they say that he did. Uh, from what I'm getting from, uh, NB- I think this is NBC News, so take that for what it's worth. Uh, He did purchase the two weapons, both rifles and other firearms, all in his name legally purchased. So that answers those questions that we had earlier. Okay. So you know from Uvalde what to be looking for. Were they looking for it in this case? Did that enter anyone's mind around this guy? Well, we heard the phrase again. He was known to law enforcement. Yep. Okay. So then what? (laughs) I guess we'll have to wait and see what else we find out about this. Unbelievable. Meanwhile, uh, that was lead story, of course, most places today. You know what was the second biggest story on the Today Show? Brittany Griner of the WNBA. You know, she's been uh, in jail in Russia for months now. Mm-hmm. And it's making news because she wrote a letter to President Biden trying to get him to help free her from Russia. You know, she was 
taken into custody for allegedly having drugs on her as she entered the country. Did vape cartridges with traces of weed. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, it's one of those things where you do have some WNBA players that play in Russia in the WNBA offseason because they can make yeah. good money. Yep. And so if she comes back in, that's what happened. Had the weed charge, and who knows how long she's going to be there. So part of her letter, um, and they just say, the, the rest of the letter is private, but the following excerpts are here, so you have an idea what it says. It says, I sit here in a Russian prison, alone with my thoughts, and without the protection of my wife, family, friends, Olympic jersey, or any accomplishments, I'm terrified I might be here forever. On the 4th of July, our family normally honors the service of those who fought for our freedom including my father, who is a Vietnam War veteran. It hurts thinking, what, Robbins? Well, you know, again, I mean, I, I, I say this because I don't, I don't want her in a Russian prison. I would like to see her return to the U.S., but this novelty act of the 4th of July means something to me. This is the person who wouldn't come out on the floor while the national anthem was being played before games. And when she did, she took a knee. She, she petitioned the WNBA to stop playing the anthem, not mm-hmm. proud of her country. Right. Well, you, you know, what do you want me to say? <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, it sucks that you're in a Russian prison. That sucks. But you're offering up, you know, the President of the United States, I mean, you, you want him to uh, somehow free you from your imprisonment. Do you want me to finish this? I, Go you, ahead. You, you were just over there. No, it's, you're rolling no, dude, your eyes and you were like, I, hear I heard you breathing like, hard. Celebrate the 4th of July with my yeah. family. Well, uh, She said, it hurts thinking about how I usually celebrate this day because freedom means something completely different to me this year. Really? I realize you are dealing with so much, she writes to Biden. But please don't forget about me and the other American detainees. Please do all you can to bring us home. I voted for the first time in 2020, and I voted for you. I believe in you. I still have so much good to do with my freedom that you can help restore. I miss my wife. I miss my family. I miss my teammates. It kills me to know they are suffering so much right now. I am grateful for whatever you can do at this moment to get me home. Now, the State Department has said that Griner was wrongfully detained when she was allegedly caught carrying vape cartridges with hashish oil in her luggage. So, we'll see what happens, man. Why would you want to come back to a country that's so racist and evil? Because you just found out that America's pretty good. Yeah. As has been brought up so many times when talk about, you know people talk about the tyranny here in the United States... And people are like slaves. It's like, do, do you know what you're even saying? No, nobody does. I don't want to see her in there either. I mean, I wish we've got such a great relationship with Russia, too. It's really hard to believe we can't get anything done. <laughs> you know, and it would be something, too, if you had some of the leftist outlets, especially in the sports world, would instead of saying how you know, awful Russia is. Of course, we already know that. And Biden, he should be doing everything possible to bring her home. We demand it. It might also be a good time to say, you know, the United States is a pretty good place. I haven't seen that yet, though. Yeah, well, because that goes completely against their brand. I know. Exactly. Hating America. Exactly. America sucks until you need its help. 
Till you're in a exactly. Russian prison. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, new poll out, David. Oh, this isn't good for Democrats. Wow. No. It actually has to do with abortion here. So Democrats were really hoping to salvage what they could during the midterm elections by using abortion after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. It's not going to work. New Harvard-Harris poll shows only 36% say they're more likely to vote for the Democrats this year. Another 36% say they're more likely to vote Republican. So that's, that's a wash. Uh, 29% say that well, makes no difference. Meanwhile, only 10%, 10% support allowing elective abortions up, to, up until birth. Yeah, well, I believe that was you, Mr. Markley, that predicted that when you political consultant to you. And, and you want to talk about common ground. 72% yep. support an abortion ban after 15 weeks. Yeah. Yep. Which is what was at issue in the case that went to the Supreme Court. That was the Mississippi ban. Yep. I know you were very nervous the day after the overturning of Roe v. Wade, Scott. Are you feeling better now? About the polling data? Yes. Yeah, I was. I Well, I just thought here's one issue they have because they don't have any. So that well, here's one, and they can use be divisive like they normally are. But you know, you, you you talked about this. I mean, you're right, and I think we all agreed that you know when you start talking about banning abortion, people are like, well, yeah, I don't know if I'm in favor of that. But when you start talking about the length and duration, right, that's when things get that's when it becomes ghoulish at some point. Absolutely, and nobody wants to deal with that. Yeah, because when you're talking about the activist crowd, yeah. They're not out there saying, uh, give us 15 weeks. Oh, no, not at no. all. Not at all. No. <laughs> no, it's on demand, baby. Yep, whenever. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, again, when you look at pretty much any issue, I'm trying to think of one where the Republicans aren't leading right now with the American people. Just the issues, the ones that are important to people. Yeah. Yeah, the Dems are screwed. I mean, the Republicans can screw it up. They've done it many times. Oh, sure they can. Yeah. You know, but we'll see. I mean, this is how bad it was over the weekend. Ilhan Omar was booed by what people thought was her own crowd. Yeah, this was in her own district. She is, of course, one of the socialists in the far-left squad in the House of Representatives. Uh, Ilhan Omar was speaking at a Somali Week event in Minneapolis, which marks the anniversary of Somalia's independence. She's from Somalia, so it seems like that would be a good fit, right? You got a Somalian artist that's performing? Right. Well, here's the crowd. That's right as she starts talking. Yeah, man. When she was announced, you could hear some of the boos, but when she started talking, that's when it got thunderous. Get the f out of here. Wow. Again, if that was a crowd of, say, Kid Rock fans, that would be, oh, they're so mean to Ilan. That was Somalians in America. Wow. Wow, you think it was Uriah Heep? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, white supremacy in Oregon. What is this story? That and much more. My gosh, coming up. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. the United States Postal Service, we deliver packages fast and affordably so you can give your customers what they want when they need it. 
We're delivering for one-stop shops, mom and pops, pop-ups, startups, retail, wholesale, large-scale, small biz, big box, customers, customizers. So no matter what business you're in, we'll always be delivering for you. USPS, delivering for America. Learn more at usps.com slash delivering. Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. With Angie, you could cross your next project off your to-do list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need and we'll handle the rest. Sending a top pro to get it done. Or browse reviews, compare quotes from pros, and connect instantly. All for free. For everything from routine maintenance to a dream remodel. Because however you want your project done, we'll get it done. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com to get started. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Hi, Tom Bodette here. Just thinking about how people all talk to cats the same way. You know, that calming voice those floofers pretend they can't hear. All cute and standoffish. It does get their motors purring, though. Let's see if it sounds like catnip to your ears when I say, Pets stay free at Motel 6 in rooms that are more comfy than a box full of yarn. Do you like that, people? People, people, people. <laughs> Tom Bodette for Motel 6, the proud sponsor of pets. And we'll leave the laser light on for you. The water. Hi, this is Trey Ware celebrating 100 years of service on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Thank you so much for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay. You see this headline, White Supremacy, Oregon. What is the story? Oh, uh, well, the Oregon Health Authority's office delayed a meeting with uh, partner organizations on the stated grounds that urgency is a white supremacy value. <laughs> what? The, the news outlet Reason got uh, got information on this. It got an email, actually, that had been shared. Regional Health Equity Coalition Program Manager. Yeah, that's a real job. Uh, Danielle Droppers informed the community that a scheduled conversation between OHA officials and relevant members of the public would not take place as planned. It said, quote, thank you for your interest in attending the community conversation between regional health equity coalitions and community advisory councils to discuss the community investment collaboratives. Health equity coalition. Yeah. Uh, we recognize that urgency is a white supremacy value that can get in the way of more intentional and thoughtful work, and we want to attend to this dynamic. Therefore, we'll reach out at a later date to reschedule. Now, we're not going to rush it, because if you rush things, uh, well, that's that's just white supremacy. Okay. I can't anymore. Hard work is also white supremacy, right? That Yes, according to some of the wackos on the left. Yes. Being on time? Yep. Shh, quiet. What? Supremacy is such an evil thing, Jamie. So basically all of the military. Like well, a, mer- a meritocracy is Austin, white supremacy. Didn't right. we? I mean, come on. 
Okay. Yeah, these Every, wacko. This, everything is. Everything is. Again, you, you take these words and phrases and definitions that used to mean something that had power to them. White supremacy was a big deal. It was a big deal. It isn't anymore. Now it's just whatever we disagree with. Yeah. That's what you are. Hard work so, and being on time and right, all that. Yeah, it doesn't have any meaning at all anymore. Got it. No. Not. Okay. Man, oh, man. I did see this poll out talking about passive-aggressive people. Not just in our lives, like with family, but also with coworkers. So they came up with the most annoying passive-aggressive phrases that people hear. Hmm. You know what the first one is? What's that? You're too sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's really passive-aggressive, though, is it? That's, that's, not to me, it's that's not. kind no. of coming out and saying exactly what you mean. It's direct. Yeah. Yes. Why are you so upset? <laughs> I don't like that. Again, that's pretty direct, isn't it? Yeah. You don't like that one? No, I'm not a fan. If it's directed at me. You're too sensitive. Because of you! Because of me? No. Oh. Just generally. Then there's no offense, but... Yeah, that one's always going to be led with some you're going to be readily offended by. Yes. And then fourth is uh, whatever. That's one of your favorites, Scott. Whatever. Yeah. I think I have a recording of that. Oh, whatever. Right, yeah, Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. This is the Markley Van San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. You run a small business, but who's running your HR? If the answer is no one, that could be a big problem. One employee complaint can turn your world upside down. And that's why you need Bambi. Bambi is an HR platform built for businesses like yours, so you can automate the most important HR practices and get your own dedicated HR manager. Bambi's HR Autopilot automates your HR policies, workplace training, and employee feedback. And your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat to help you navigate any issues you have. An in-house HR manager can cost up to eighty grand a year, but Bambi starts at just $99 a month. No hidden fees. You can cancel anytime. And their customers are four times less likely to have a claim filed against them. Go to Bambi.com slash VCR right now for your free HR audit. Spelled B A M B E E dot com slash M V C R. Bambi dot com slash M V C R. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, talking about the tragedy, Highland Park, north of Chicago yesterday, 4th of July parade, yep. the mass shooting, and now the fallout, and you got a lot of people talking a lot of different things, because of course no one wants to see this again. Yeah. What can be done immediately to try to stop the next one? It doesn't seem like we're focusing on that right now, at least to me. We're having the gun talk again from people on the left and of course legacy media not saying you can't talk about it no but that's the only conversation we have about it and again you're talking about the strictest gun laws of any state right up there is illinois sure 
but we're not talking much about the actual shooter and any sort of red flags that may have been missed. Well, yeah. I mean, this guy posted, a, this loser, this freak, posted a bunch of disturbing videos online, and anyone paying attention at this time or at the time would know this dude was about to do something. In fact, the Washington Examiner saw some of his videos from, I think it was last August, where he's walking the parade route. And you've got, like, the emergency alert system siren going. Like, he was planning this and pretty publicly talking about it. Unbelievable. I mean, you hear the phrase, see something, say something. Well, what the heck, man? Well, not only that, man. These types of things, and then the videos that he posted as a, quote, rapper, you know, on his YouTube channel, you would think after Uvalde, Texas... That people that are aware of this guy go, you know, who's capable of doing something like this? This nut job. Yeah. But you're also saying he was, quote, known to authorities, whatever yeah. that means? Yeah, I, I never really know what that means other than what did somebody report him and they didn't do anything? Could they do anything? I mean, because you have, of course, conflicting, uh, well, you have conflicting legal issues here. You know, where does the First Amendment end? Where does criminal prosecution begin? That kind of stuff. That's not the conversation anyone wants to have, though. It's all about guns, guns, guns. I mean, you heard the mayor of Highland Park, Nancy Rottering, talking about it on, on the Today Show. Okay. Somebody clearly had a, a mental breakdown, um, but, I, but I don't want to even ascribe it to mental health. I want us to talk about the fact that there are weapons of war on our streets that people can legally obtain these and then take out dozens of people. Our community is never going to recover from this wound. So I'd rather focus on why do we as a nation allow this to happen with such regularity? Go ahead, Scott. Well, why do I want to talk about mental health? Well, you have to. You have to. That has to be part of the conversation. This whole focus on guns, and again, as you pointed out before, we can bring that into the conversation as well. No problem. But to dismiss every other every other idea or notion to try to help stem the tide or end the gun violence goes underreported, if reported at all, and it doesn't seem to matter to people like her because she's got one solution to this problem and one only. Well, and again, when I say, yeah, you can have that conversation, it's been had I don't know how many times. A thousand times. But then as she says that, I don't want to talk about any mental health. Exactly. Okay. Is it fair to say, if we're really sitting down for a conversation, you have millions of Americans that own guns, semi-automatic guns. Yes. Whether it's a rifle or a pistol, okay? Could do a lot of damage if they wanted well, of course it doesn't. It's rare. But when it does, you know what all those people have in common? Mental health issues. Mm -hmm. So why not focus on that? Yeah. It doesn't seem very efficient. I mean, it's not a talking point. I'm trying to make common sense of it. Now, how many people have bought guns for their own protection because they live in crime-riddled places which, by the way, is pretty much everywhere in the U.S. As far as big cities. It's creeping into some of the lesser big cities, too. Well, the number would be record numbers yes. over the last two yeah. years. And and if you really if you want to reduce the amount of gun ownership, maybe you ought to focus on actually stopping crime. Yeah. So people don't feel the need to have to do something to defend themselves. So, 
But again, that's not part of the that's not part of the conversation either because somehow that's racist. Well, the other part with this particular person, and he got booted out of school, David. Well, I think they, they the school district. The story that I'd heard, and I think this was also from this may have been from the Today Show uh, okay. from NBC, I think, um, where the school district wanted to do some sort of intervention for mental health purposes, and the parents declined, took him out of school, homeschooled him. Um, then obviously that didn't do the trick. I don't know if they just were in denial about what was going on with their kid. I don't know if they just yeah. couldn't help him. You know, again, it's a complicated thing. But, yeah, I mean, you look at where he is right now, obviously whatever was tried was a failure. So let's yes. go look at that. What what were yes. the interventions that the parents tried? Why didn't they work? Why did they fail? Yes, of course. That's how you stop things from happening again. All right, moving on. Well, the economy is not doing well. And I know there's been this ongoing debate. Is it a recession? Or are we already in a recession? It seems like a recession. Blah, 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 blah. And then you look at, okay, what about Americans and their spending habits and what are they doing? And we heard within, what, a couple of weeks ago, record number of people paying for bills on credit cards yep. and taking out other credit cards to pay for their bills. Yeah. There was a thing in the Wall Street Journal piece today talking about Americans that were able to save some money over the last couple of years because of the pandemic. Because a lot of people build up savings because of the lockdowns and they were getting money from the government. Yeah. And they didn't have any place to spend it. So they were holding on to cash. Now they're having to dip into that cash to pay for bills. Just another sign that, yeah, economies are not doing so well. Mm-hmm. You got gas prices and, of course, inflation. And where does that ever stop? Um, so, yeah, I mean, all these really bad signs when it comes to the economy. And then there were, you know, a few places where I saw in the Wall Street Journal today them talking about that. We can get into this a little bit later, that there is a rude awakening ahead for younger employees that in the job market, especially over the last few years, have been in the driver's seat as far as negotiating and be able to leave and take better jobs and go somewhere else. And then it's been so hard for employers to find good employees that by the fall, that could be completely turned around because a lot of people are going to get laid off. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you heard the news about Facebook and what Zuckerberg said. Zuckerbot, sorry, David. Oh, I didn't hear this about about the layoffs or anything. Within the last week, he said not everyone's probably cut out to work here anyway. They <laughs> probably shouldn't be here. I mean, we've we've got to have better job performance. And so, yeah, if you think that you might not fit, I would say go ahead and quit because the layoffs are coming. I'm paraphrasing. There are a lot of companies feeling like they're going down that road right I, now. I do have some good news, though. What's that? Kamala Harris is on the case. <clears throat> She's going to help. Did you hear Which her case now? Did you, did you hear her uh, pearls of wisdom? No, oh, no, it's oh, this here new. Here we go. Yeah, it's new. And okay. so we're working on bringing down basically the cost of of what life requires for people. Okay, okay. bringing down the, the basically price. the cost of what life what requires life for price people. people. Does that mean I don't know food, well, shelter? What is she talking about? I don't know. Um, getting your nails done? That's AOC. More on that in a second. We got to get to the AOC story. The AOC, as far as the nails getting done, yeah, we don't want to miss that one. 
But as all of this is going on, okay, still with legacy media, you know what is of huge importance? January 6th! Oh, it was a coup! It was a coup! We almost fell into democracy! Yeah. John Carl from ABC. Yeah. He's good buddies with Liz Cheney, right? Yeah. Representative Liz Cheney, a Republican. One of the leading Republicans, according to Legacy Media. She's not, mm-hmm. but okay. She's part of this farcical January 6th committee. And John Carl seriously asked her if she'd consider running for president to stop Donald Trump. <laughs> Do you see yourself running for president as a way to prevent what you say would be the destruction of the party, you know, ultimately I, damaging our country? I haven't made a decision about that yet. And... Um, I'm, oh, I'm time obviously out. I'm sorry. I'm, right. sorry. I'm sorry. Well, please do. Please run. Please go ahead. <laughs> go right ahead. Run. I haven't made a decision yet. Oh, I think it's been made for you. <laughs> what a joke. <laughs> Absolute dope. Robbins, have you decided yet if you're calling Jennifer Aniston to ask her on a date? Well, I haven't decided yet. <laughs> well, please keep because there's in the a loop strong possibility she'll say yes. <laughs> I'm just waiting. For the proper opportunity. Go ahead, Liz. Sorry. Um, I'm I'm obviously very focused on my reelection. I'm very focused on the January 6th committee. Oh. I'm very focused mm. on my obligations to do the job that I have now. And uh, I'll make a decision about 24 down the road. Okay. Meanwhile, message to Jennifer Aniston. Right now, Scott is very focused not only on this show. Yeah. Okay. But on his cats. And other relationships, yeah. yeah. Other relationships, yeah. Okay, I and I'm not even thinking about that right no, now. No, I'm not. Okay, thank so, you for that, Scott. I have a better chance of dating Jennifer Aniston than she does of garnering a nomination for president. You know what? I think you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, there's no way. I really do believe there is a better chance for you. There, Well, there is, and there's no chance for me, so there's like double no chance for her. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. The getting the nails done with AOC. Yeah. I don't know the story, David. You just teased me with it. Uh, Socialist Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, you know, everything's so bad because the Supreme Court said that lawmakers actually need to craft laws when it comes to things like abortion and, and, and guns and, and the EPA. How dare they ask the legislative branch to write laws? This is tyranny. Well, at least she's getting an education is yeah. the way it's supposed to work. She took part in a new type of protest over the weekend, which was getting her nails done. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. No. And I say happy because joy, too, can be an act of resistance. <laughs> um, what? What? Joy, joy can, can be, be an, an act, act of resistance. <laughs> yes. We won't let them take our joy. You people, you're the most miserable people on the oh, planet. Yeah. I'm just going to say that, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, I want to talk about personal acts of reclamation. Because sometimes people will say, there's nothing I can do, I can't do, I feel so powerless. And there is no act too small um, that you can engage in. And even today, I have a personal errand. Um, I need to redo my nails. And I've decided... Time out. I'm sorry. That's an errand? (laughs) Dumb. Really? Okay, go ahead. That I'm going to use 
my new manicure as almost like a personal act of reclamation for me and my story. <laughs> she has to be in on the joke. The joke's on all of us, right? And she's in on That's it. That's a parody of That her. has to be a parody. That's she's not real. That can't be real. Can it? The journey. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. All right. Uh... I just got a news update you got to hear. I, I can barely keep it together. <laughs> San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirror bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-683-7713. That's 1-800-683-7733. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-683-7733. That's 1-800-683-7733. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. WRinstitute.org and find us on Facebook and Twitter. Hey, this is your Uncle Sean celebrating 100 years of service on News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Yeah. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. So, you know, after Rose overturned, you had a lot of woke companies saying, hey, we're going to pay for our employees' abortion. Well, yeah. I mean, you know why they said that, too, right? Why is that, Because Scott? it's cheaper than having a woman go on maternity leave, and family insurance is more expensive, and it, it suits them well as well, a corporate entity to well, do these sort of things. Well, they said it was because they no, believe in well, women they and a woman's they right. Say, no, but I, it's, cheap. <laughs> it's cheaper if you just kill the kid. That's, That's literally absolutely what right, David. Absolutely right. Yes, <laughs> you don't have to pay for the time off. You don't have to pay for the uh, birth. You don't have to pay for people that have children and might have to have more days off to tend them. Nah, you don't need that. Not yeah. in the corporate world. We'll just pay to have it taken care of for you. What a cynical way to look at it. You oh, mean corporations realistic. don't really care about no, their employees and really their well-being? What? No, no. Huh? 
Yeah. Uh, well, to that, there are some faith-based businesses looking at what's going on in the current climate. Because there's all these different companies, some you wouldn't even expect. You know, a lot of people are like, Dick's Sporting Goods is paying for abortions? Yeah, that was weird. But now I get it. I mean, you know, when you look at it that way. And then I saw Kroger. Like, Kroger? Grocery store? Mm-hmm. Really? Well, there is this faith-based insurance company in Texas. They, and they announced what it was going to do. I don't know if you heard about this or not. It's Buffer Insurance. They said, you know, uh, if any of our employees get pregnant, we'll finance maternity and adoption costs. Do that and do everything we can to help. Very expensive, too, by the way. That would be expensive, yes. Mm-hmm. Company said secular companies are paying for travel costs for employees to abort babies out of state. Today, we're announcing that Buffer will pay the costs for our employees who birth babies. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, among the big ideas that were listed on the website are faith and families and future. Company is also veteran-led and veteran-owned. Like, wow, that's pretty interesting. That's something a lot of people would feel good about. Yeah. I think we're going to see this more and more. Yeah. Companies drawing a line in the sand saying, here's how we're different. Okay. Your money doesn't have to go to these woke companies anymore. And you're seeing it in a number of areas from credit cards to, well, insurance, a lot of different areas. Pretty wild. The other story to bring up Bob Lee. Remember Bob Lee from ESPN? He was one of the first guys there. Yep. He put out a piece. Now that he's no longer at ESPN? (laughs) Yeah. Now that he's free to speak his mind? Yes. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have been upset about the live golf thing, which is Saudi-backed money. Mm -hmm. Without going into all of that, there's been a big backlash to players that have gone and signed on, saying, oh, they're they're just taking the Saudi money. Well, they, they are, yes. A lot of people can't stand that. But what Bob Lee is saying is, Hey, ESPN, what about the NBA in China? And LeBron James, if we're talking about human rights abuses, what's the difference here? You're okay with one, but you're demonizing another? The hypocrisy there is really something. Glad he pointed it out. Good for him. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. David, biggest story of the day, I think I know. Uh, Yeah, we're learning more about the Highland Park, Illinois shooting uh, and the killer who is in police custody, they're saying that he they haven't been able to uh, get a motive out of him just yet. However, again, if you look back at this guy's history, you know, red flags, that's almost uh, too innocent of a term. When you think about it, I mean, this guy, it wasn't yeah. a red flag. The guy had like a bonfire of, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, of, hey, this guy's about to try to kill a bunch of people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think you can get any more of a red flag type of issue than what we've seen so far. So we'll get an update on that. And then the rude awakening ahead for young employees in America. Also straight ahead. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 
Yeah. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, Gen Xer. The millennial, David Van Camp. The sexy boomer, Scott Robbins. Okay, what mayor in the United States said, I'll be happy when I'm not mayor? Well, I think a lot of people will also be happy when he's not mayor, but this is the mayor of Philadelphia. Oh, jeez. Uh, two police officers were shot, and the mayor, Jim Kenney, who has overseen a historic rise in crime, is blaming Congress and the Supreme Court for the shootings. Hmm. Uh, yes. And, you know, he says he doesn't even really want to be mayor anymore. Hmm. I'm concerned every single day. There's not an event or a day where I don't lay on my back and lay look at the ceiling and wonder or worry about stuff. So everything we have in the city uh, over the last seven years, I worry about. I don't enjoy Fourth of July. I don't enjoy the the, the Democratic National Convention. I don't enjoy the the um, um, uh, NFL draft. I'm waiting for something bad to happen all the time. So it's I'll be happy when I'm not here when I'm not mayor and I can enjoy some stuff. Why don't you start today? Just resign, clean yeah, everything out, and go. Quit. Yeah, go. Go now. That's you don't want to be there, and if you if everything's a cluster, then maybe you should go. Leave it to somebody else. That's really astounding. That is astounding. To admit you don't want the job you ran to get. <laughs> well, because it's too hard. Not only that, when you ran for mayor, was it so you'd enjoy all these things more? Right. And people would look upon you and right. give you accolades? Is that why you did it? I'm going to become the major of a major city in this country, and while I'm doing it, I want to enjoy the NFL draft. What <laughs> the hell is going on? Okay, seriously, for just a second, I want you to imagine that all of a sudden you were the mayor of a town in the United States. Let's say that town is, uh, for the sake of argument, over 200,000 people. Mm-hmm. Would you constantly be worried? Yeah. There's a good chance you would. Sure. You know what you're signing up for, right? Yeah, right. You ran for it. And if it's mayor of Philadelphia, I can't imagine that much stress. I mean, and it's not just Philly. I mean, look at any big United States city in the top 25. Mm-hmm. It's got to be incredibly stressful. You didn't know that? Getting into it? No. And then you want sympathy for it? You're actually saying that out loud? Do you understand leadership at all? No. That's astounding. Wow. I just thought I would be riding in limos at parades. I didn't realize I'd actually have to be addressing things like crime. Do you ever look in the mirror and say, you know, maybe what I'm doing is not working. Maybe what I've believed in for a while isn't working. Ever? Maybe I should have paid more attention in school and gotten a better job. (laughs) Well, you're the mayor. Well, I know. Who better to start change in that city? Yeah, just go. Just get your stuff Yeah, I worry all the time. Just get the desk. Undo it. Just get out. We'll change the keys, and here we go. Have you ever seen, honestly, more weak leadership... When it comes to governors and mayors, than no. in the last five years, no, in your lifetime, I, I, you know, we we as we've kicked this around over the last few years and really ramping it up during the 2020 summer of love. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know if it's always been like this, and we just didn't have such uh, noticeable issues like people trying to firebomb, you know, businesses and courthouses and whatnot. Criminals being released back onto the streets, causing all sorts of mayhem. 
for people who live there. I, I you know, I don't know if that has just gone unnoticed, but man, it does seem like we have had a dramatic rise in the number of completely weak individuals in positions that require strength and resolve. Well, I think part of it is you do have social media, which is a different animal. And so you can get canceled by the Twitter mob. Okay. A strong leader doesn't care. Mm -hmm. A strong leader is going to do absolutely what's right for the citizens of a city. But people like that guy, and there have been plenty others just like him, are afraid of that. Can you, I mean, go back 2015 before when you had mass amounts of crime and you have leaders out there making excuses for it or saying it's not our fault, that's on Congress and the president or right. whatever. Always shifting blame. It's no, we got to do something about this. I mean, we can spend more time on this. That's, that's astounding to me. Okay, I mentioned this earlier. Uh, it was a piece in the Wall Street Journal talking about the economy and talking about a rude awakening ahead for young employees. What they're talking about is a recession, and that will hand the bargaining power back to their bosses. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, we are friends with a lot of young employees. I guess some people would consider you, David, to be a young employee. I think Scott does. Well, you're a young employee from where I sit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good that you're so active at your age, Scott. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm an active senior. Um, but what they're talking about is, you know, you hear this all the time from older people, at least. Workers of a certain age and attitude. Okay? I think what people are talking about when they say that is there are a lot of younger people that sort of have a, hey, what can you do for me? sort of attitude coming oh, yeah. into a job. Yeah. Well, a big reason for that is because they could. They got away with it. Yeah. Because employers have needed people. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, all the juices belong to the employee, and they can negotiate. But with a coming recession, with the rising inflation, a market downturn guarantees layoffs. That's from the piece. So the days of expecting employers to be grateful for your application will be gone soon. Hey, get that signing bonus now. Yeah. <laughs> Start kissing some butts right yeah. now. Yeah, so if you've been, you know, in the workforce, you know, five to ten years, it you know, it's been in your favor. But that can change in a hurry. And I think it was pretty neat the way this was laid out. Um, saying the last recession ended in mid two thousand nine, unemployment about nine and a half percent, about two and a half times what it is today. But that can be coming back. And so employees are going to have to work harder so they don't get laid off, prove that they're worth it, all that sort of stuff. They said, you know, during the last few years, we couldn't find committed workers we needed here, so we looked offshore. Um, and it, a lot of companies have been like that. And it's just the negotiating power is not going to be there like it was. Mm -hmm. I, You know, David... Even though you could, you know, as a millennial and the youngest on this show, I think you understand you're not looked at as the, quote, typical millennial. Okay. You've heard that many times. Yeah. So when you hear that, what does it say to you? 
Uh, I think what it says is that you, you've got a lot of people who are going to have to be, and I've, I've said this for years, but a lot of people are just going to have to be more like me, honestly. That's mostly I mean, you joke, smile. You're, you're kind of joking. That's true. Because oh, honestly, okay, I'll tell you this quick story. We've got to move on to this stuff. You remember this, Scott. Well, this will be like the Scott and I conversation, even though David's right here. Van Camp was different than every other person of his ilk, I guess. You oh, could yeah. Say, oh, sure. That generation. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because it was taking on more. Um, not asking, well, am I going to get paid for that? Just did it over and over and over. Plus, always did the work outside of work to make himself better. All these things that you used to take for granted that most everybody had to do to compete, he was doing when he didn't need to, and then rises up. And so to the point, those other people are going to have to start start doing the same things because the market's going to well force them to. It's the age old, right? I mean, you build up your work ethic through your acts, and the yeah. next thing you know, you get a better job. I think there the next is. thing you know, the guy who uh, you replace had a massive heart attack and can't work anymore. <laughs> well, I, you know, <laughs> and that's the David Van Gemp story. <laughs> uh, but well, no, but I, on that, man, well, hold on a second. This needs to be said, too. Before, before that ever happened. Oh, yeah, we liked him, yeah. No, David took everybody else's job. He did. Because he outworked he him. Yeah, he started taking people's jobs. Because he was just better. Stop getting invited to parties. <laughs> I was never invited anyway. That gave me time to plot my coup. Yeah. So true. So true. Okay. Um, oh, something else. I don't know if you happen to see this story. <laughs> Every once in a while, there will be an interview with a UFC fighter after a fight, and they'll say things that it seems like a lot of people are thinking, but no one really wants to say. And so, after the fight the other night, the UFC middleweight champ, Israel Adesanya, started talking about the Ghislaine Maxwell trial and how we still don't know anyone tied to it as far as child trafficking. David, as you've said before, this is what, oh. the the first child trafficking case? Dude, she, she is the first person convicted and sent to prison for trafficking children in the sex trade to no one, apparently. Exactly. So with the whole Jeffrey Epstein, Elaine Maxwell thing, there's supposed to be all these names. World leaders, big business. We know different people that hung out with Jeffrey Epstein. Bill Gates, Bill Clinton. So what did the middleweight champ say? Check this. Galen Maxwell just got put away for 20 years. So she was supplying kids for these pedos, right? Where's the list? Is it is it, as that just gets like, I don't know. It's weird that that got no coverage, but Johnny Depp and Amber was everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. And I'm like, so the list of, you know, politicians and actresses and actors or whatever that they talked about, does that get swept under the rug? Do they not get any time for actually those kids? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, that's weird how that just doesn't compute with me. (laughs) Wow. Good one. Yeah. It's been weird for us, too, for a while. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the first time Israel's made some headlines. He was the one that defended Joe Rogan once ago with the whole racist Joe Rogan controversy. And he said, Joe Rogan's my (laughs) N-word. He's... 
he's my guy. So, wow. It is interesting, isn't it? Oh, yeah. There's no legacy media on that part of the story at all. It's been dead for a long time. Why is that? We knew we knew the existence of said tapes, but nothing after that, nothing. Because a lot of people with a lot of money can make things go away. Yes, they can. Unreal. Oh, Bette Miller. Did, the by news. the way, can we, before we leave this real quick, yes. the, the meme this weekend was Ghislaine Maxwell, born in 1961, dead Soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the suicide watch is on. Oh, yeah. No doubt about that. Bette Midler, of all people, stepped in it over the weekend. Oh, Bette man. Midler. Yes, Bette Midler. Unbelievable. This was unbelievable. Well, I mean, she's always going on Twitter and doing some woke rant about something, talking all kinds of nonsense. But then she had the mob turn on her over the weekend. Oh, yeah. Because she declared her 4th of July independence from wokeness. Did you hear about this? Does she know what that means? I Well, I think she does now. She went after a group of people that you just can't go after because they're very good at canceling you. And then we have the reaction to that. It's just, it's fun to see this happen to somebody else. But fill you in on that. And then an off-duty New York corrections officer saved countless lives. We'll get to that as well. Coming up right here. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. At the United States Postal Service, we deliver with advanced technology and equipment so we can reach over 160 million addresses across the country. We're delivering for fingers, doers, movers, shakers, groundbreakers, future makers, innovators, trailblazers, disruptors, streamers, dreamers. So no matter what business you're in, we'll always be delivering for you. USPS, delivering for America. Learn more at usps.com slash delivering. For nearly 100 years, folks have trusted Blue Star medicated ointment to relieve the pain and itching of almost any skin irritation. It works on my son's dry itching feet and their jock itch. I had this rash on my neck. Nothing worked until Blue Star. Blue Star worked great on my ringworm without steroids. My wife and I have been using Blue Star for years. It's never let us down. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Hi, Tom Bodette here. Have you ever noticed how people talk in that same weird voice to their dogs? Just like this? Well, it sure gets a dog's tail wagging. Wondering if I can get your ears all perked up the same way when I tell you, that pet stay free at Motel 6. With a clean, comfortable room and a great low rate. Now, who's a good human? I think you are. I'm <laughs> Tom Bodette. For Motel 6, the proud sponsor of pets, and we'll leave the light on for you. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Nope. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. J 
Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Mentioned Bette Midler. She's going on Twitter. You know, I saw this story. I can't remember where online. They were talking about how she's usually shaming somebody. It could be women who accuse Democratic lawmakers of sexual harassment. She's done that before. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or insinuated that black Trump supporters are Uncle Tom's. Well, it's always criticizing things you don't know about. Yes. Yeah. You know, bigoted things toward people from West Virginia, things like that. Yeah, she's nasty. But over the weekend, she uh, was declaring her independence from wokeness. As she tweeted... Well, not really. I mean, didn't start that way. Women of the world, we are being stripped of our rights over our bodies, our lives, and even our name. They don't call us women anymore. They call us birthing people, or menstruators, or even people with vaginas. Your your people did that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. The people that you align yourself with did yes. that. Yes. But she calls them they. Who's I they? I guess she's she's respecting their pronouns. It seems. Well, <laughs> Clarence well, Thomas wasn't out there like we must call them front hole havers. <laughs> no, it was you guys. That, that yeah. was the left. Yes. Yes. Uh, she said, don't let them erase you, exclamation mark. Every human on earth owes you, exclamation mark. Well. Owes you what? But, because they oh, birthed you. That's what I was just going to say, because you. they birthed them. Okay, I got you. The menstruating people did. Right. The front hole havers. Yes. Yeah. Well, that couldn't happen without the sperm hurlers. True. That's my preferred term for man, by the way. I I know. People are making t-shirts. Same with my slow-pitch softball team. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Golly. Uh, Anyway, yeah, some people were very upset on the left, as you could imagine, and what happened to Bet, blah, blah, blah. But she does have some new friends. Well... Let's see. One being um, Martina Navratilova. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's yeah, she's not okay with that either. No. No, I mean she has gone through this already. Yeah. Um. When's oh, and also uh, J.K. Rowling. When's so do you know what you're back? getting yeah, exactly. into here? You have no idea. You have no idea, and you walked right into it, not knowing you walked right into it. I think. Yes. She'll walk it back today. Sometimes there'll be you think some sort of, you know, you knew what I meant. I didn't mean. I don't know. know, man. That whole movement's growing. The left will always eat itself in the end. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think we're starting to see that. Oh, real quick, I mentioned an off-duty New York corrections officer. Man, this is wild. Um, this was in Queens on Sunday night. Yeah, two men were firing several rounds toward a crowd of people, and this officer. Donegan, off-duty, immediately pulled out his weapon and engaged them, firing several shots. He got shot in the leg. Mm. Shot one of the guys in the torso. Uh, But Benny Bosco, president of the Correction Officers Benevolent Association, said, thankfully, he was there, um, did what he did, saved countless lives. So tip of the cap there. Well done. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. At the United States Postal Service, we deliver packages fast and affordably so you can give your customers what they want when they need it. 
We're delivering for one-stop shops, mom and pops, pop-ups, startups, retail, wholesale, large-scale, small biz, big box, customers, customizers. So no matter what business you're in, we'll always be delivering for you. USPS, delivering for America. Learn more at usps.com slash delivering. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you, as always, for being here. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp, and there is Scott Robbins. David, you have a news update. Oh, well, the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, talking a little bit about the shooting in Highland Park, uh, where at least six people were killed, dozens more injured, when this nut job opened fire at a July 4th parade. And she wove this into uh, talking about... uh, the rise in the number of people in Chicago who are shooting at cops. And she says, you know, boy, it seems like there's been a massive amount of uh, disrespect for men and women in law enforcement. Oh, my gosh. Because of you. Yeah, because you led the well, charge. And people like you. I mean, Lame brain. They, they were reallocating $80 million from the police department's budget, if you remember that, in 2020. I do remember it. Because it was a record number of murders. It was it was defund the police of Palooza in 2020. Absolutely. It's funny how they're running from that now. Stacey Abrams did the same thing. I yeah. mean, it's weird. All of a sudden, they're big supporters of the blue. Please. You know. So this piece of audio is from today. Yeah. Okay. Roll it. What, what feels like it's happening in this moment in our democracy is people are losing respect for the institutions of our democracy. Right. Uh, you know, you've heard the superintendent talk over and over again about the number of officers in full uniform, in their squad cars, that are being shot at. That says to me that the people who are acting so brazenly have no, not only no respect for themselves, but they don't have respect for an institution like the police department. The toxicity in our public discourse is a thing that I think we should all be concerned about. Oh, my gosh. The gaslighting. Oh I know that gosh. term gets used way too much. It's unbelievable with these people. Wow, well, man. It was not that long ago, I mean, less than two weeks ago, where she was talking about Clarence Thomas. Oh, yeah. Supreme Court Justice after the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Yes. Now we know what happened with the Supreme Court yesterday. And if you read Clarence Thomas' concurrence, he said, thank you, f- Clarence Thomas. Ah, that doesn't incite people at all. 
Yeah, public discourse. That's yeah. our public discourse. Only if Boy, I disagree. <laughs> really just, ah, oh, geez, it's getting too rough. That's rich, man. That's rich. Holy And smokes. that was after the big talk of an assassination attempt on a justice. Yeah. Yes. Well. And she says. He said, thank you, Clarence Thomas. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, she's, she's always been so good at blaming so many other things. Oh, she's very level, level and even-handed. Well, if you remember, like, the carjackings oh, in yeah. Chicago, re- record numbers. Oh, yeah. Was it because of these kids at the time not re- respecting police? Well, no. It wasn't that. It was remote learning. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Remote that learning. That was the problem. I'll yeah. be frank and say, um, in Chicago, um, there was a... Uh, correlation that we believe between remote learning and um, and the rise in carjacking. <laughs> it's not that we just let people out once we caught no big deal there. We just all that remote learning. That's what did it. Got to get the kids back in school. And remember when all the stores were being looted? It wasn't well criminals disrespecting police knowing nothing would happen to them it wasn't that it was the store's fault oh that's right remember i'm disappointed that they're not doing more to take safety uh, and make it a priority for example we still have retailers that won't institute uh, plans like having security officers in their yeah. store making sure um, that they've got cameras that are actually <laughs> operational it wouldn't matter because you weren't prosecuting. It, Unbelievable. Isn't it actually amazing, though, when you think about it, because she's joined many other liberals in calling for uh, more gun control in the wake of this weekend shooting. Yes. Um, but when criminals start, it's basically the argument is, well, we have police, and they're here to help you. You don't need to carry a gun. You don't need to exercise your Second Amendment rights because the government's going to be here to help. And then, under her leadership, the government wasn't there to help business owners, residents in Chicago. And then she gets mad at them for not enforcing the law themselves. It's unbelievable. You can't have it both ways. (laughs) You You can't allow criminals to run amok and cause all sorts of chaos and carnage and then tell people they don't have a right to defend themselves. Man, oh, man. Yeah, it's it's really something there. All right, I know there's other stories we got to get to. Um, from real clear politics, and you like the polling there because it takes all the polls together. Dave. Yeah, yeah. According to the real clear politics average of polls, President Joe Biden is at about thirty eight percent approval. Interesting comparison here. In the immediate aftermath of the Capitol riot, Donald Trump's approval rating went down to forty one percent. So Joe Biden is actually pulling worse than the guy liberals said orchestrated something worse than 9-11. Holy smokes. Yeah, you having a good time, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> and even today, you, know, you got CNN with a story out saying, well, some of his aides are frustrated right now because he's not getting credit. For what? What? I was just going to say oh the my same gosh. thing. What? what am I supposed to give him credit for? You know what? If Who you're was frustrated, saying that? Who was saying that? Unnamed aides working in the White House. Well, the Democratic Party wants him out. Yeah. You can tell more and more all the time. They're turning their back on him. And but, it seems like legacy media and the aides are not in on the plot. Right. <laughs> well, well, you know what needs to happen. What? If you're, if you're upset by this, uh, I suggest that all those people working in the White House should just go buy an electric vehicle. 
That has been the that, answer for everything. That's their that's solution it, for everything else. Just buy yes, an electric buy an car. Electric vehicle. Yeah. And by the way, did you know it's never been more affordable? <laughs> they like to throw that out there too. I know, like they're selling them. <laughs> <laughs> Undercoat, free undercoating. You know what? Maybe you noticed this if you were looking at any sort of news. Because the 4th of July, it well, it used to be a time where, hey, man, you're from the other side of the aisle. We can get together and appreciate this great country. Mm-hmm. Okay. Greatest in the history of the planet, right? Mm-hmm. Not anymore. How many different Democrats oh, were God. saying it was an F the 4th oh, yeah. or yeah. there is no Independence Day? And then you had a lot of female celebrities out there on Twitter saying it's a shortage of independence yeah. because of Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. There's Katy Perry, Kim Kardashian, a bunch of other celebrities saw this at Daily Wire. Declaring that the 4th of July was canceled due to a shortage of independence for women in response to Roe v. Wade being overturned. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, but we live in Handmaid's Tale. Who allowed you to speak? There you go. <laughs> You, you yourself say you don't have rights anymore, right? That's what they're so saying, So I'm wondering yes. what man gave you permission to speak publicly? I don't know. I know who would trade places with him right now. Who's that? Brittany Griner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't even mean that as a joke. I'm yeah. serious. Brittany Griner, millions and millions and millions of women around the world who live in countries like, I don't know, Afghanistan. Yes. They would love to have your problems. All these people who love to preach about privilege. Don't realize how freaking privileged they are. Kim Kardashian built a family business empire off of a sex tape. Correct. I don't yes. have freedom. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Shut up. It's just playing the woke card at this particular moment in time. It's interesting, too, because and as far as polling goes, I just saw this. The answer, I don't know ranks higher than abortion in a poll asking <laughs> what's important to voters in 2022. More say, I don't know, than abortion. It's not that big of issue. You're talking about, for the most part, a certain demographic of people that it would affect, where mm-hmm. this is incredibly important. And again, you have legacy media running with this thing like it's, you know, the greatest concern of the public right now. Honestly, it's not when you actually talk to people. Right. It's a green weenie. We know that. <laughs> well, it's abortion. It's, you know, green. It's January 6th. Oh, I know. All the things no one cares about. Yes. Yeah. And they just keep rolling but with we, that But crap. we're told we have to care about it and we should care about it. And if we don't care about it, we're bad Americans. Nobody buys it anymore. And of course not. That's the problem. Shortage of independence. Sincerely, women. Okay, um, and some of the best audio you will hear today, maybe this week, maybe the month. Oh, I agree. This might be top five for the year, if not higher. It's pretty good. This happened in Florida. Yeah, Jacksonville, Florida. A guy named James Nix who lives in a trailer park. And, uh, well, he killed his neighbor's rooster. He said the rooster was very aggressive. And so he beat it to death with a, what, steel pipe or something yeah. like that. Well, the neighbor said, hey, you killed my rooster. Initially called the sheriff's office. Sheriff's office says, uh, we're not going to do anything about it. Calls animal control. Well, now animal control did something about it. And, well, James, he's he's facing a felony charge of cruelty to animals. 
Well, do we know for sure? Did he repeatedly beat it, or was it the one little whap well, that he I, contends? I don't. I, I don't know. I you know, witnesses are saying apparently there were kids who watched it. Oh, buddy! And they were like, "Why is the bad man doing that?" Who? And yeah. Uh, well, let's hear what James has to say. Yeah, this is uh, with Action News Jax. All right. His neck flares up, and he's doing his thing, and he's trying to jump up at me. And I try to hit it, but the chicken's jumping up at me, and I accidentally knocked it in the head. <laughs> you know, call it a lucky shot, whatever. So I'm defending myself. You know, I was feared for my safety, and the chicken, you know, uh, d- died. I didn't know to give it a 21-gun salute. <laughs> CPR, mouth to mouth, you know, or call the chicken ambulance. Next thing you know, he calls the chicken police on me. Chickens are dying every day, people, at churches, Popeyes, and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Really. You got to watch out. You'll be feisty. Kids, why is he beating it? Somebody's got to have video somewhere, don't they? You would think, but apparently not. Man, oh, man. Man, still a lot of stuff we got to get to. Hunter Biden's laptop. Boy, this one, again, under the radar, had contacts for Google execs. Oh, boy. And then uh, some U.S. officials for China policy. What does all this mean? That and much more coming up right here. Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, this was in the New York Post on Saturday. That Hunter Biden's laptop had contacts for Google executives, U.S. officials for the China policy. This seems like a big deal. Yeah. At least 10 senior Google executives, as the story says, raising new questions about the extent to which Joe Biden's well-connected son could have leveraged his connections for personal profit. No, he did leverage, yes. Yes. Yeah. You know what's going to be really interesting is after the midterms, there might actually be one of these weird come-to-Jesus-style moments within the Democratic Party and potentially national media where if Joe doesn't, you know, step down because of the dementia thing, you know, it's going to be one of those, like, Oh, wouldn't you know what? I have dementia. I got to step down now for the good of the country or whatever. They might actually wake up one day and try to tell people, we just found out Joe and his crackhead son and his brother Mm -hmm. uh, kind of were involved in some, I don't know, uh, untoward schemes with foreign adversaries. No one said that. Who said that? We just found out about that. Now you just found out about that. And conservatives or those who consume conservative media are going to be like, yeah, we knew about that. You called us conspiracy theorists. I'll bet you they're just using it as leverage, talking about Democratic operatives, saying when we tell you to get out, you're going to have to get out. Okay? We have all this on you, and we can unleash the hounds. All right? So apparently... (laughs) As far as the Google brain t- trust, the way the story goes, one former exec told the Post that Hunter Biden sought Google 
and Google's money for Chinese ventures, and that several of the company's bigwigs wound up working for the Obama-Biden administration during Biden's vice presidency. <laughs> it's really interesting yeah. when you go through all of this. And it does seem to be the situation where if, you know, you have people that are conservative, lean conservative, they pretty much know about this story and know that the fix was in. But you get the feeling a lot of people on the left are like, oh, th that was all Russian disinformation. Right. Like, that's why it's going to have to be this really weird awakening, like yes. New York Times or somebody is going to come out and be like, oh, breaking news. We we just found this out. Well, it sort of started a few months back when you had the Times and then I think the Post. I forget who was in first yeah. to say, hey, the, there there is some stuff on this Hunter Biden laptop. Well, Wait a second. You had... 51 intelligence people sign off and say these are all the earmarks of Russian disinformation. Yeah. Now you're changing your story. This is odd. It's really strange. All right, switching gears. Macy Gray. Now, when I see the name Macy Gray, I'm like singer, but I can't place how big she is. Well, I, I don't know how big she currently is, but at one yeah. point in time, she was a big deal. Yeah, that song I Try was a big one. She has a very distinct voice. Yeah, she yeah. Nobody sounds like her. Can you give us, like, an example of what she sounds like, David? I try to say goodbye and I joke. <laughs> Very good. Not bad. Because she talks the same way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just going to well, say that. If Kinda. she's not canceled yet, she's about to yeah. oh, from yeah. Trans Activists. Yeah. She was doing an interview with Piers Morgan, mm. and she said the part you can't say, basically. If I asked you what a woman is, what would you say? I would say uh, a human being with uh, boobs. How <laughs> <laughs> you have to start there? Yeah, I mean, yeah. the dictionary is quite straightforward. It just says a human adult female, yeah. right? No, a lot of people... Yeah, see, that's, now that's a little getting confusing. The whole he, she, they, that's, that's gonna... Yeah. So boobs, vagina is what she said. And then she seems to know she's going to be canceled. And I, I will say this, and everybody's going to hate me, but as a woman, just because you go change your parts doesn't make you a woman. Uh oh Sorry. You feel that? I know that for a fact. Mm. Like, if you want me to call you a her, I will, because that's what you want. But that doesn't make you a woman just because I call you a her and just because you got a surgery. So I'll play pretend. Yeah. But you're not a woman. It's weird how Macy Gray understands that, but the Supreme Court <laughs> justice doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Excellent point there. Biggest story of the day, David. I think we know what it is. Yeah, Highland Park shooting, 4th of July parade. Uh, it's near Chicago. Uh, and we're getting more and more reaction from it, more and more details about what this loser was into. And, well, I mean, the warning signs were there. You know, yet again, we can say that. Yet again, you have to ask the question, what can we do about it? And yet again, half this country is just saying ban all guns. Again, why the national get all conversation the guns off the street? Yep. <laughs> but if you know someone that has posted this stuff on social media on YouTube in lyrics, pictures, you got to alert somebody, don't you? I would think, but we'll get to that update. And then the Scott Robbins trifecta, his top three stories of the day, all the way right here.
Markley, Van Camp, and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Now, before we get to Scott Robbins and the trifecta, news update, David Van Camp. Sorry. I... Little bit, what are you little... reading? What? Okay. What is it? You know the frowny face lady on uh, CNN? I know there's a lot of them. The older one, oh, Allison uh, Camerata. Allison Camerata, yeah. She's yeah. the original frowny face, yeah. Apparently, she tried to compare gun background checks to being a waitress. What? That, that, we can go Being on this journey together. Oh, boy, I'd love to. Right, here, here we go. I like that analogy, Steve, because I used to be a waitress. And for a while, we were told to run up the alcohol tab on people, on customers who came in because you got them to pay more that way. Then the law changed. And you couldn't serve somebody who you knew had been drinking because they were killing people on the highway. And so once yeah, you recognize... That's, that's a little I mean, different, though. I understand. Alan, None of these analogies are perfect, Steve. <laughs> None of these are perfect. Of, not, not even close. Wow. Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, usually when Allison Camerata talks about guns, she's pretty well educated on it. Oh, is she? Well, yeah, I mean, That's not if you want number. proof of it. it I well, would love want... to. I, I need proof. I'm sorry, but I need proof. Well, I mean, she had the great idea. Why don't gun shop owners just have, ask customers if they hear voices? Remember? Oh, that's right. That was awesome. Why don't we go to gun shop owners and say, do you think that this 21-year-old who comes in and wants an AR-15 style weapon, do you think that he looks like he's going hunting with this weapon? Did you ask him, um, by the way, do you ever think that people are chasing you? Do you ever hear voices saying that people are coming for you? Because obviously they would all tell the truth. Yeah. Deep, 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 deep stuff there. I'll, I'll well, say. now that you ask, I have heard some voices that told me to kill. <laughs> That's what they're going to do, Allison. I did, Great I did, idea. I didn't realize there was going to be a pop quiz here. Dang. Yeah, I, I don't know. I also like the, the idea of gun shop owners like judging based on how somebody looks as yeah, a condition good. of sale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, so you want people to profile is what, is what you want. You want somebody That's what to be she like, said. Now, what you if know, the voices in your head only tell you to do good things? <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> By is. the way, you know what's so funny? I actually have a clip of Allison Camerata coming up in Scott Robbins' trifecta. If you're done with your news. Oh, yeah, have you ever, have you ever seen or heard that woman laugh, though? No. Ever? No. It's all frowny, just so frowny. All the time. So heavy. It's <laughs> the same thing with... What's her name? Keeler. Yeah, they never laugh. Those women never laugh. Oh, the other one that has um, a severe case of RBF. Uh, Powers. Is it Powers? Yes. Kirsten? Kirsten Powers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she does. You're right. She wakes up ticked off. Oh, yeah. They just, they, they, it's so heavy. Everything's so heavy to them. Mm, take me serious. I'm a jerk. Well, at least when they do decide to back that bus up, Camaretto can fall back on her waitressing skills. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I will play you the clip of her in your trifecta. You don't even know it's coming yet, but I know one of your stories. I don't know the other two, but are you ready? Yeah, let's go. All right, let's do it. Are you ready? It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Scott Robbins, top three stories of the day, every day at this time. Trifecta, always helped by his hero in life and top 40 hero. I'm Casey Kasem. 
Scott. Yes. I miss you. Well, I know it's only three days, though, bud. <laughs> yes. I'm ready. Okay. Already. Three. Yeah. <laughs> Number three. Well, some has-been musicians who were protesting Spotify are back on Spotify. Yeah, the uh, Joe Rogan uh, podcast gets bigger and bigger, of course. So it looks like Crosby, Stills, and Nash have come back to Spotify. Heck, you say. After throwing a temper tantrum over Joe Rogan, trying to get him canceled. How hard do you think Joe laughed, by the way, when he saw this? The mighty dollar is at work, friends. After pulling their music from Spotify in protest over him, Crosby, Stills, and Nash have returned to the streaming service five months later after they pitched a fit. It was Neil Young and the band, right? Yes. I think Neil it, Young it, caved quicker because he sold he his catalog. Yeah, and the band just so, got involved again because yeah. money is more important, apparently, huh? Yeah, all those people. We're going to take all of our content off Spotify That's unless right. you fired Joe Rogan. And they wanted and, a bunch of other artists to join him, and they're like, well, no, because it's a lot of money for us, and we're not exactly selling boatloads of new music, so shut up. And you had CNN and Brian Stelter. Yeah. What to do with Joe Rogan? Yeah. I mean, why are they even hanging on to him? All the pressure was there. And then when Spotify basically said, hey, Joe Rogan's here to stay. Okay? Yeah. It was Allison Camerata. Really? She was at her wit's end, Scott. Well, I admit I'm out of ideas for what to do about Joe Rogan. I'm I'm officially out of ideas. She was out of ideas. Yeah, you've been out of ideas a long time. (laughs) Long, long, long time. Frowny Frownerson. Oh, man. She's something. Yeah, well, you know, and apparently it's it's weird because apparently more people were uh, invested in Joe Rogan than Crosby, Stills, and Nash. More people wanted to hear Joe Rogan than our house is a very, very, very... So, Wow, I never thought I'd hear you rip on Crosby, Stills, and Nash and Young. No, I'm not. I mean, you know, they're You're fine. a fan. I'm not. I don't know if I'm a fan or not. David. Uh, you're a fan. You're a fan. You might not be anymore, but you were a fan. I'm trying to think of how much I have on their playlist. I don't think I have a lot on their playlist. Um, you always talked about them in glowing terms. I understand sometimes man, I you I think go- there's some revisionist history going on because I don't remember doing any of this stuff. Was that before I was in a coma or after? Well, before. Or I mean, during. I've known you for darn near 30 years. Yeah, that's true. And you talk about Sweet Judy Blue Eyes and how much you I love Sweet Judy Blue Eyes. Yeah, it's like one of my favorite songs. Yes. <laughs> okay. And several others. <laughs> Okay. All right. I'm not going to argue with you because I have a memory lapses and gaps, and I don't know. There's a lot of stuff I don't remember, so perhaps. We're getting closer and closer to number one. Some right. from booze, some from being in a coma, some from being both. Two. Uh, number two. I, I love this story. I saw this over the weekend. Uh woke employee was fired because he was not working because he was too busy mo- mourning for Roe v. Wade instead That's of actually right. doing his job. That's what? right. Last week, male employee at the Universal Music Group, his name is Michael Lopez. Poor Michael got the boot after announcing he just could not do his job anymore because he needed time to mourn the passing of Roby Wade. <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Lopez wrote about That's what led up to it, suggesting he somehow thought if he explained to the other potential employers, it would help his future prospects. Last Friday, like countless other folks, I was devastated by the news of the Supreme Court's attack on abortion rights. 
paired with a flood of anti-queer and anti-trans legislation, it's been hard to process how companies expect us to be productive while our rights are being stripped away. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Drama much, dude? Especially yeah. when our company has been donating to several of these politicians. Every Friday, one of my tasks was to process reports <laughs> for upcoming releases. <laughs> this is an email list that goes out to 275 people. I don't know who's on it. I just knew it was the email list with the most people that I had access to. So I sent the following message. I can't do these today. <laughs> no, they called him into the office and said, you know what? Get out. Yeah, my, my favorite part of that, too, was that somehow he says, I am a, a queer man of color. And yeah. uh, so? I can't believe that I got fired during Pride Month or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that was that. Yes. That's right. He can't believe he got fired during Pride Month and the overturning of Roe v. Wade. How am I supposed to work under these conditions? This how, does is what's that, wrong. how does that affect him? Do you understand this is what's wrong? Do you get it? Do you understand? How do you win anybody on your side when you've got stuff like this going on? Wow, man. So he's just so distraught. I can't possibly work. <laughs> The Scott Robbins Get out trifecta. of my sight. His top three stories of the day, every day at this time. Yeah. Okay. And finally, yes. One. Uh, Michael Moore. You talk about washed up artists, man. Uh, <laughs> God, Michael yes. Moore is giving up his full citizenship privileges. That's right. He wants to give them up because of the overturning of Roe v. Wade. <laughs> He's cranky now. Supreme Court overturned it. And the unconstitutional gun law. <laughs> Michael Moore said he cannot, in good conscience, continue to accept full citizenship in this country. Well, okay. in related news, the food shortage has been solved. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to get that in there. I, I was waiting for really somebody. I really apologize for that, yeah. Are you really, though? Not really, no. Okay, is someone going to hold him to it, actually? I mean, you're welcome to leave anytime you want, yeah. jackass. Go. You hear this all the time. And oh, people I know. Never it's already go. started again. <laughs> I'm waiting for Cher to make that proclamation any day now. She's been threatening it for years, too. Oh, wow. Don't mess with Cher, man. I'm, I'm not. Why is that? David loves her. She is a queen. Right. I can't. Cher is terrible. How dare you, sir? How dare you? You can't say that around David. Because you what, you saw her live in concert and once was, and you liked it? It was a magical experience seeing her live in concert. Changed my world if I could turn back time. Well, that's a great song, man. Come on. If I could turn no. back time, who how do you not recognize that's a great song? It's just not my thing. <laughs> if you want me to say is it hooky? Yeah, it's hooky. It's fine. It's just not my thing. My gosh, you hate all of her fun. woke nonsense. And Moonstruck's not a very good movie. I'm How sorry. I sat through it How once on a date. That. <laughs> it's just not very good. Oh, it's hilarious. It's this and that. No, it's not. It's just not that good. I'm you, sorry. You just hate everything good in this world, don't you? I hate everything lame. I will say that. Lame. It's just lame to me. Okay, is that it? And there you okay, have it. Thank See, you I'm, glad, I'm glad David was a target this time there. No, he's just, how dare you on Cher? Yeah. 
That's not my thing. Well, when man. he wears those leather chaps is when he was really cranking up the chair music. <laughs> was. You seen what I got on right now? News update. Got to get to Nimrods at the news. You don't want to miss that either. It's really been an honor for me. Always. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Yeah, it's kind of fascinating to me that uh, this hasn't gotten more coverage. And I know there's been a lot of other big things happening, but Akron, Ohio, businesses boarded up because they're afraid of rioting. And then, like we saw in 2020, you got people who are spray painting on, on their front window things like Black Lives Matter or Black-owned business. Like it's the it's it's the blood over the door during Passover or something. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. that's that's what it, it we've we've come to, and I I know why they don't want to cover that kind of stuff at the national level because it hurts Democrats because they realize that nonstop rioting in 2020 had a negative effect overall. Well, in that story, the guy that got shot, yeah, okay. Jalen Walker. He shot at cops, correct? Well, they're splitting hairs, saying he didn't shoot directly at the cops, but what happened was he was still in his car, and then he fired the gun while the cops were there. It's like, yeah. And, you know, he was shot 60 times, and another thing that they're that they're trying to split hairs about is, well, he was unarmed at the time he was shot. That how do they know that? Matter. That doesn't matter. And how do they know that? Right. How do the cops know that? They just got shot at. Yeah. They well, get, well, okay, they say he didn't really shoot at police. What does that mean? Well, because he didn't aim. <laughs> so, wait, yeah. you're just okay with people wantonly firing firearms out out their car window? Oh, my yeah, goodness. And he gets run down and he gets shot and killed. That's mm-hmm. what freaking happens. Yes, it is. Yeah, man, you'd say it every time one of these comes up. It, no one wants to see anybody die. How often does this uh, happen where you don't have someone res- resisting arrest? Yeah. I mean, in this case, I'm not losing and any firing sleep a gun. over him. I'm not losing any sleep over his no. death. Not at all. No. I mean, is there sympathy for a family member? Well, sure. There's all of that. But, I mean, what else do you expect is going to happen in that situation? Hey, I got an update on a story from the other day. Um, remember the talk about... $10,000 being an offer from Delta to people to take a later flight yes. to this guy's family? Yes. So it was like, well, $1,250 for eight seats. Not in travel vouchers. They were offering $10,000 on a Visa gift card. Mm-hmm. And so this guy, Jason Atten, he was going on a trip to Alaska with his family. And, you know, he's thinking about it. Uh, he turned it down. It's like, man, there's a lot of people involved, and then we could it could ruin everything. I just won't take it. He said, you know, at first I didn't even know it was a serious offer. But he was worried about the delay, all of that sort of stuff. The update is he wishes he would have taken the offer, and his wife is still angry about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm bad. We could have had $10,000? You turned it down? That's going to be talked about for years. Oh, and then there was a story in East Tennessee. And Kat, 
Her little kitten actually got stuck inside a Pepsi vending machine. Oh, no. Yes, employee heard it yelping in there. Oh. And they called, you know, firefighters, somebody come help. They just got there too late. Cat died? Yeah. Oh, man. No, they saved the cat. Oh, See? I was going to say, what <laughs> Good are you news. Doing? They saved yeah, the cat, right, and no. she took it home, and it's now a pet. I figured that would put good. a smile on your face, I right? I like that. That's a good story. See? Yeah. Wanted to put a smile on your face, Scott. It's been a rough day back, I feel like. Now we'll get to Nimrods in the news and bring it right back down. Roll it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrods in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrods in the news. Okay, so you've seen hackers get job offers for exposing security flaws in somebody's system. Okay, a 44-year-old in Florida named David Proudfoot facing charges. He tried to land a security job at Disney World. What did he do? He sold R2-D2. <laughs> sold him? <clears throat> he stole him. Oh, stole him. Yes. Trying to show that security's too lax. He put yes. it under his shirt? Yeah. He applied for a job as a security guard at the park, and he thought he could up his chances by exposing weaknesses in their security protocols. So he dressed up as an employee, walked into one of their resort hotels, and tried to steal a replica R2-D2 droid worth $10,000. Yeah, he's been caught. He's not getting a job, and he's a loser. And that's Nimrod's in the news.